Hi, and welcome to the 10 Minute Tiki Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Westcott. Episode 32 Five Tools for Digital Feedback starts now. Welcome to this week's episode of the 10 Minute Techie. We are looking at tools for digital feedback. So feedback, right, comes in lots of different ways. It can be student to student, it can be teacher to student, or it could be students to you giving you some feedback on your lessons or how things are going in the classroom or in terms of well-being. Lots of ways that you can gain and gather and also send uh, feedback with it with your students. So I've got five ways, five tools, digital tools that you can use to gain and give feedback. Number one, Google Docs. Or if you're on Microsoft 365, Microsoft Word, right? There's an awesome commenting tool in there. So it's a little kind of speech bubble on the side and you can click that and you can highlight what you want to give some feedback on. Really quick, really easy. It's in real time and you can, if students are working on multiple uh, multiple students are working on that document. You can tag in the student that you might want to give feedback by tagging in their email address. There's also an editing tool on uh, Google Docs where you can put yourself into sort of uh, editing mode where you're kind of giving suggestions. So it's called suggestions and you can type in, say you get rid of a full stop and add in a comma. It will cross out the comma and put in a full stop or vice versa, um, but it'll be a green so that the student can see where you've potentially made changes. Number two, Flipgrid. So Flipgrid is a website that you sign up to as a teacher. It's a video-based reflection tool. So what you do is you set up your class, and you can do that in two ways. You can either just give them the link to your classroom, and they can contribute, or you can kind of sign them up through Google Classroom or through their Google emails. And what I love about uh, Flipgrid is that the responses that student gives are in videos, and then there's like emojis they can put on it and shapes and stuff. So it's quite... I dare I say it, TikTok-like, um, but it's, it's really relevant and prevalent to the kids of today who are quite used to the videoing uh, way of doing things. So it's quite an engaging way, but also it gets them really confident sharing their ideas and just in small, short snippets. And what then happens is other students can click on their tile and listen to their video. So students can interact and comment, but then you get a sense of uh, all of your students on this one Flipgrid. Number three, Google Forms. I love Google Forms. I used to use it all of the time to get feedback from my kids and to find out stuff that they wanted to do in class. And I would just whip up a Google Form. Totally didn't even have to be fancy. Um, sometimes I'd whip it up the night before. Sometimes I'd do it at lunchtime for the afternoon. And sometimes it was just to gain some feedback on the lessons that we've been doing or the topic or what art they wanted to do or things like that. Um, but other ways you can use it is by doing a little pre or post test, dare I say that word test, um, after or before a lesson to kind of gain a little bit of that sort of um, feedback around what they already know or what they got out of the lesson. And it gives you a really easy snippet to just say, oh yeah, that worked. Or oh yeah, they caught on to some of that. So um, I used to use it in my maths groups a little bit. So 
I'd set up some forms for the end of the week where all my math scripts would fill in um, a Google form where they would answer a couple questions of some of the stuff that we've covered that week. So Google Forms is a really quick and easy, simple way to gain some feedback. Number four is Peer Deck. So Peer Deck is an add-on that you do to Google Slides. And what it does is it makes Google Slides interactive. So you apply the Peer Deck add-on, you just go into add-ons on your Google Slides and you have to um, sign up to it. And so what, what it does is it adds on this uh, interactive element to your slides where you can choose from a range of pre-made slides. Some maybe like the kids move the dot to the yes or the no, or they type in a response, or there's like a scale, there's all sorts of things. And it's really about getting in there and trying to get a sense of what feedback that you want so that you can put the right slide on to, to make it interactive. And this has been really successful in secondary school spaces where it is sort of more lecture-like in some ways, um, but it also, it's a tool that kids can use as well if they are delivering presentations. Because I think, I think the fact is, now don't fact check me on this one, but if you're giving a presentation, the audience need to be involved every seven minutes. So PEDIC is a wonderful way to involve and interact with your audience or with your class. Number five is Screencastify. I love Screencastify. It's another one of my absolute faves. Um, it, you can record a video straight from your desktop. So you can either record your screen or you can record yourself. Um, and then what I love about that is it just gives you a link. It saves automatically in your Google Drive. And then you can either link that, uh, send that link by email or share it. Or you can, the other way I can combine this with my Google Docs is that I put that link to the video feedback in a Google Docs comment. So the kids can just click on it and it opens up into the video of me giving them some feedback. Again, students can use this. It's an extension that sits at the top of your Chrome bar. Um, or you can, I use it often if I've got a big conversation that I wanna have with someone, but it doesn't fit an email, I would um, make a really quick Screencastify and send it to them in email. I go a little bit more in depth into a Screencastify episode a couple episodes back, so check that out if you're interested in that one, hearing about that one a bit more. My top three tips for digital feedback tools. So number one, start with one tool. So have a look at some of the tools, choose one that's easy for you to use, um, that seems suitable for the year group or the year or the age of the students that you're working with, um, and, and commit to giving it a real go. So, you know, don't just use it once, but, oh, that was horrible, or, or that was great. Um, use it again, try it out again and again in different ways to see, um, to really embed it into what you do in the classroom. Number two, teach your students explicitly. So if you are starting a new tool in your classroom, you may need to teach them some explicit digital skills so that they can really effectively use that tool. So say you're starting with Flipgrid, don't just smash on a really tricky piece of content for them to answer. Um, do something really easy, like, uh, hey guys, this is our Flipgrid, we're gonna try this out, it's new for me. Um, your first task is to say uh, your favorite color. And so they, they're just testing it out in a really safe, easy way, because if it goes wrong, it's not the end of the world. And then as soon as they've got the hang of it, you can kind of up that content and up what you expect from them. And number three, consider, <laughs> This is an interesting one, right? Like consider the, the admin that goes into setting stuff up, the, the, the efficacy of the method that you choose, the aftermath. Are you going to have to spend three hours after school checking through the responses um, of your Google form? Or you know, consider the questions you're asking and whether 
whether that it's going to cause a whole lot of admin for you. And if it does, is it worth it? Sometimes it is, right? But if it's not, how are you going to get that real timely feedback? We know that feedback is mostly in the moment that we want to be able to kind of give kids feedback in the moment. So with the, you know, something like Flipgrid, um, we used to like bring that up on our screen and then it would be part of our lesson or part of our reflection would be choosing a couple of videos to watch. Or I would then say to the kids, right, part of your jobs today is to go through and have a look at three other people's um, Flipgrid responses. Same with um, your Google Forms, keep the questions tight and easy so that it's, um, you know, really easy for you to then go back and see. Um, I'm going to do a episode on Google Forms in a couple weeks time where I'm going to dive a bit deeper in how you can use this and how you can make that really streamlined and easy for you as well. So just think about the aftermath of whatever feedback uh, tool you chose. Well, that's all for this week, folks. Um, the links in the show notes, all the links to all of these tools are in the show notes at bit.ly slash techie10shownotes. I'm going to pop a poll on Twitter, on my Twitter at techie10. Um, I want to know what you use for feedback, any tools that I've missed or any of these tools that you absolutely love. So jump over and join the conversation on Twitter. If you're enjoying the Tiki 10 podcast, I would absolutely love it if you could give us a rating, a star rating, maybe even leave a comment or share it with a teacher friend. Share the love, share the tech, and we will see you next week. Kai kite. The 10 Minute Techie podcast is kindly supported by Digital Circus, a Ministry of Education, professional learning and development provider working with schools all over New Zealand, specialising in digital technologies. Find us at www.digitalcircus.org.nz.